have to be. Okay. Ready? Oh, um, real quick. If like we're like Olivia and I like mute ourselves if we're not talking for a while. So like just don't freak out. Okay. Go. Okay. Welcome to Voices in My Age. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our ninth episode. I'm Olivia Martin-Johnson, one of the co-founders and co-hosts of this podcast. I'm here today with Josie Bloom, our other co-founder and co-host. Josie and I are passionate about giving a space for students to express their concerns, hence our purpose for creating this podcast. In today's episode, we will be interviewing a couple of future change makers and earth shakers. Hey guys, I'm Josie, and I'm so very excited to introduce this episode's guests on our very first two-person interview. Um, today, we meet high school seniors, Alexander Kim and John Aiken, who are the co-founders of Volunteering Miami, a digital platform that connects volunteers and volunteer recruiters. John architects the Volunteering Miami website, where Alex leads the organization's operations to bring together new opportunities and students as they further SEGs eight and nine. Their team is committed to facilitating volunteering through digital solutions in today's world of work. Alex, John, say hey. Hi guys. Hi. Yeah, so um, as Josie said, my name is Alexander Kim and I'm the managing partner of Volunteering Miami. I'm a co-founder, whereas uh, John does the web development. I run the business half of the organization. We work with uh, chambers of commerce, local governments, uh, local organizations, and uh, businesses as well as schools in order to provide students and even some non-student volunteers with um, opportunities to kind of get involved in their communities. Yeah, and I handle, like you said, all the, I built the website and um, the back end of the website and all that. I, I deal with all that stuff. So. so you're the brain and he's the mouth. I got it. That's what he said. It's really not. John's the, the talent. Really I, I, not the I like to put it in. Really not. It, it really is. John's being humble, Dude. but John's the talent. Uh, it's uh, after we leave. You know, we have to transition the organization to a younger set of uh, leaders, and John's shoes are the hardest to fill. So it's that's not an accident. I I believe that. I believe that. But I really hope that like the light bulb goes off, like in your younger cohort. So like you know maybe it'll work out, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I have a little background question to ask y'all. What inspired you guys to get started? Like what sparked that light in your head? Like what, what, what's the story behind that? Right. So, uh, in, in December, 2019, I was just finishing freshman year and I didn't know anything about the world of work or volunteering or internships and, uh, the Latin chamber of commerce. Uh, gave me a chance and I had my first volunteering experience. On one of my bus rides back, uh, I had this idea, some, you know, as you could put it, uh, a light bulb for a centralized uh, volunteering database that could help connect students uh, with volunteering opportunities. I found that personally, one of the biggest challenges was looking for where to start and uh, in a way to synthesize all of these uh, loose ideas into one of standardized uh, platform just seemed like a foregone conclusion so i came to my co-founder john uh, who i met playing chess and yeah. i don't know if you can talk about how uh, that was in those early days for starting the organization yeah man those early days uh it was really loose yeah like you said we met playing chess in the library i, I really did not know him too well but i don't know it's been three years now yeah. um 
Yeah, it started out pretty humble. I mean, the first like paper that he made up in the summer of ninth grade, <laughs> it was like this little contract and we signed it at a, at a TGI Fridays. Like, I'm like, pretty sure that TGI Fridays is not even there. No, it's, it's shut down now. Yeah, the yeah, fall TGI Fridays. guys. You're oh volunteering Miami has like surpassed TGI Fridays now. <laughs> yes, we, we have outlived, outlived it. Oh yeah. my God, you're right. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know that that contract had like potato cheesy potato skin stains on it, and like I, I had to reprint it because it had grease stains on it. So, I so what did this contract say? Like, what was the basis of the contract? Well, we basically split up the responsibilities and the roles. Yeah. I kind of knew that I I couldn't do the technological half of this, and I knew that it was such an important component. So uh, John was able to take on that responsibility. And likewise, you know, I don't mean to speak for you, but I think John gave me some of the responsibilities for running it on the business side. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I, I could not be as good or near as good a people person as Alex is with this stuff. Like, I don't um, know if I can accept that compliment, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. So kind of explain to us how it materialized into this concept that you guys talked about at TGA Fridays into a website and how did you kind of find all these different organizations that you were able to connect students with? Okay, so uh, as I said earlier, my experience at the Latin Chamber of Commerce, uh, it was uh, one of the foundational pieces in kind of creating the organization. Uh, a lot of what the, com the chamber does is it, it's kind of like a centralized hub for business and it has um, members from around the community. And I kind of had my eyes open to how many opportunities there really were and all that it took was to get some sort of smart solution that could get this you know, into the information, into the hands of students and other volunteers. Uh, John and I, uh, we set to work uh, in the summer and uh, you know, we'd go in week after week, uh, kind of punch in, uh, uh, see if we could um, make some progress on some idea. I would come up with some design or some concept and then John would try to realize it and then He'd, we do have we'd have a back and forth about what was possible and what oh, we man. wanted. There are so many pictures of old volunteering Miami. Yes. We have like logs of all the old group chats. <laughs> like there are many failed ideas for the for the layout of that site. Yes, it took a lot of trial and error, and eventually, once we felt confident that the system could work and that we could be the ones to uh, actualize it, I began to approach other members of the organization. We have a lot of talented staff that help us, uh, you know, lighten the load with um, the outreach for the actual organizations and the schools. So we have, we're proud to be completely student-led and yeah. uh, student-run. So we, we have a, a reach in more than four high schools now. Wouldn't be possible without, we have a giant team and they all like yeah. work yeah. really hard. Right. Well, um, Olivia and I, you know, the, our podcast, Voices of Miami is completely student-run. Uh, I mean, we are both, I'd like to say employed, but we're not paid um, by Social Impact Movement, a nonprofit here in Miami, which which their goal is to essentially further and advocate for the SEGs. Um, but our podcast is completely student run. And by completely student run, I mean, it's Olivia and I. That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, so on, I, I know Olivia has a couple more questions more directed to Alex, but John, I have a question for you. So I do, I would say a lot of like the technical aspects of our podcast. Like I edit it and I make sure it's published and all that fun stuff. Um, along with our social media director, Jared, who works out of Arizona. But how have you had 
like uh, other than like the initial how do we even put this together like design issues um what obstacles have you faced like technologically like number one being a high school student you're like what am I even doing right because I know I felt like that when we're like okay let's do a podcast I'm like how do I even do that you know so like just stemming off of that have you had any like issues coming off of it or you know sure no like the game of web development is like (laughs) how do you get past the next issue I don't know exactly when we first started building the site I really knew little to nothing about making a website or programming or anything yeah it, it's my, my a lot. brother always tried to push me into it because he he's a he's a web developer now he works at he works at a firm and so he was always like um trying to get me to learn these different technologies and I've been into it since I was a kid but when Volunteer Miami started it was really just like a lot of googling a lot of just asking questions and I don't know like it's been since summer of ninth grade so yeah and then we have upkeep some new problem comes up all the time yeah it's always like sometimes there's like a new error reported or something or Alex tells me some of his friends and we're still working on updates and all that even like nowadays it's uh yeah so you gotta you're always learning with it I think the biggest thing you can do to like uh push forward with into the unknown with like these uh student projects is just kind of like know know what you're doing know know why you're doing it and then like if if you know what you want to do that's like the hardest part then you just got to actualize it then you just got to like look up all the stuff online real tutorials like especially with web development you can't take like a like a college class on it you know there's no ap like make a website computer science is all like outdated java and c plus plus and all that so you it's really a a a self-learners field so i don't know it's right for that yeah, I, I, uh, Olivia and I, I've definitely like learned that. Probably, probably me more than her. I mean, she. I was she, gonna say I kind of like put the burden of um, all those technological duties on Josie. Josie, because I know that requires so much time and effort that Josie has. She has to. Because you know, time comes out of me. God knows how. I think one of the most important pieces of advice that I've ever received from somebody in the, and kind of in the industry, someone who works with, who used to work in tech, uh, he told me that you want to fail quickly. Like you want to fail as often as possible, as quickly as possible. The recovery speed has to be very fast, yeah. very low latency, very high bandwidth. Very, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like it has to be, it's okay to make mistakes as long as you can recover and kind of know what your uh, strengths and weaknesses are. I think that's really good advice, applicable to not only technology, but across the board. Yeah, certainly. Um, So like Josie said, I have more questions based on the philosophy and the development of the organization as a whole. So my question then kind of um, to explain to our readers how this um, website works, what have you guys accomplished over this three-year period? Do you have like certain data or statistics that show like how many like how many students have you been able to connect with volunteer groups how many volunteer groups are on the site what what's the background of the like growth of data yeah certainly so uh, i want to put into context that a majority of the three years that we've been working on was just us working on it it was uh, like from idea from the ceiling of the idea to the actual product yeah. but uh, we launched in the december of 2020 and since then we've uh, solicited more than 50 organizations that are live on the website now. And uh, in total, I mean, organizations come and go just by the nature of, they, you know, most are events or some sort of, um, you know, they have some sort of deadline. And um, 
uh, in total, it's probably, the figure is probably closer to 70, but uh, in that time, we've processed uh, more than 400 uh, student and volunteer applications to the site. So essentially what our website does for anybody who's not uh, familiar with it, um, we actually contact the organizations, they create a listing on our website, and then students have an access to an organized list of um, the volunteering opportunities with a lot of uh, information that the organizations provide, and then they can punch in their core credentials, and then our site automatically packages that into an application that gets sent to the uh, organization with a breakdown of kind of the student's attributes. So. By doing that, we want to take an existing process whereby students would go and do their research, uh, find an organization that they want to volunteer with, uh, and then send in an email. And we want to standardize it and make it uh, accessible to everybody. And if I had to put it to a word, just democratize volunteering. So, yeah. Other than that, uh, we're also be proud to be working with uh, several uh, city governments. We have a lot of cooperation from them. Uh, several chambers of commerce. That's how um, we interact with uh, businesses on the macro scale. Um, I, I think the, the project lends itself well to be useful to everybody in the volunteering ecosystem. So we're just happy and very fortunate, I think, uh, to be uh, playing that role. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit more about um, the work you've been doing? I know at the beginning you said government schools and the chamber of commerce which you've explained um but how do you how do you reach out to these groups like governments and schools and once you do what how do you connect students or what's the process behind like contacting a local government what do they do next so um we have behind the whole website we have a stellar team of student outreach staff and essentially what they do is they represent volunteer miami and uh, the volunteers to organizations. And very often organizations are looking for uh, help and volunteers and interns, and they just need a way to access them. So that's the value that we bring to organizations. And we have uh, uh, students uh, from across the age range helping us with the organization uh, and contacting these organizations. So I think um, we kind of provide this um, role to developing people and leading and teaching them how to lead communications between um, you know organizations and uh, companies at a um, professional level in addition to that um, we speak with the chamber of commerce who give us um, contacts from their business uh, affiliates and organizations and governments so we have help from them and we're very happy to be uh, working so closely with uh, so many uh, concentrations of uh, information and data and making it accessible to students where otherwise they would have gone overlooked. They may have gone overlooked. Yeah. All right, well, I have a question for you now. Um, so you guys told me that you believe that Volunteering Miami most closely relates with SDGs eight and nine. And for those of you who don't know, um, eight is decent work and economic growth, and nine is industry, innovation, and infrastructure. And I can kind of see how those relate to volunteering Miami. You know, we're trying to get young students into this volunteering world, apparently with hopes to like, oh, I'll get a job, I'll get an internship in that field I'm volunteering in, or um, just exposing students to different, uh, I would say, career paths, right? Um, in the city and whatever whatnot but 
other than obviously volunteering for you or uh, volunteering for an organization from your site, how do you think that people in the community can further the, I guess, goals of SDGs eight and nine? Like what can individuals do or the public or like legislators? Like, what do you want to see happen for the growth of SDGs eight and nine? Okay, so I want to type, maybe I don't know if you, John, want to take this from a different angle, but uh, from my perspective, I, you know, I'm kind of the philosophical lead of the organization and, uh, you know, I'm obviously not the most well-versed in the technical challenges in it, but I think it's really important to foster a culture of innovation and innovation that's not innovation for the sake of innovation. I think it's important to create projects, especially at a young age, where the you know um, the punishment for a failed project is so low, the stakes are um, you know th there's a lot to gain and very little to lose. I think it's it's uh, it's quite nice to have your small idea germinate into this kind of um, project that helps people. I think the most important point to emphasize for younger people, and I, I guess people across the spectrum, is that the measure of success for an organization or initiative, a company, a product, whatever it may be, is how much utility it can bring to people. And if uh, we all start thinking in that kind of framework, we can achieve not only decent economic growth as per SDG 8, uh, but also it can improve the infrastructure to, as a matter of fact, further, like it's kind of like a compounding uh, effect because mm -hmm. um, it, with Volunteer Miami, we really hope to be kind of that road network between these two central nodes and to just make we're kind of like the myelin sheath of the volunteering you know world uh, and we want to make this connection faster and you know more effective i think what's also important is that we need to make sure that um we we create a like alice kind of uh, alluding to this a, a, a place where kids aren't afraid to make these things because we kind of live in an era where it's like the information's all in front of us at least for most of us or at least the the fortunate of us like we have the internet we have a computer and with that that's like you can make a website you can learn how to like contact people like learn all these different skills you can build an organization and i think the most important thing for these kids who are coming up with these ideas and want to help the world is that they know that they really can it's like up to them and being able to actualize that idea so i don't know i think a lot of the future lies in just kids getting motivated to forge their own path and through all the information we have now and make something good make something that's useful. I like that. That's so sweet. You know, trying to be the shining light in people's like rear view, that lighthouse. All right, Olivia, you had a couple questions. Yeah, I was just wondering, um, you guys mentioned that you launched um, the website finally in, the, in December of 2020. So that's pretty much in the middle of the COVID pandemic, or even still towards the beginning. So how did this materialize even with COVID? Were you guys um, strictly doing like volunteer online? Did you have to work with different organizations to give online options? How how do you adapt? All right, so uh, we uh, knew, I guess, as soon as the pandemic happened, because we were this was in the midst of us working on it, that the site, and even in the beginning, because I think this was a, a concern in the forefront and the front line of the, the pipeline, we knew that we our site would have to accommodate uh, volunteering uh, digitally and uh, you know virtually. So I want people to imagine volunteering Miami as the digitization of like a paper process. So you know because we're primarily based uh, as a website and uh, an online kind of organization, 
I think it's the we were the solution and the answer to a lot of the issues that the pandemic cost caused. You know, there were um, deficits in uh, labor. There were also inaccessibility to workplaces. And with Volunteer Miami, through the digital platform and the means, you know, the in, the digital infrastructure that we have established uh, here, uh, we we thought that we could maybe at least alleviate or lighten the load for um, some of that. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. So we're, we're cutting it short on time just a little bit, but I really do like talking to you guys. Um, I have my signature question, and then we're going to tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you. But before that, my question. Alex, I know you've been listening to some of our uh, episodes, like a loyal Voices of Miami listener you are. Um, so you could probably guess what my question is, but imagine your house, right? And you have this little girl who lives across the street. This little girl's name is Jane. She's like eight years old, like in elementary school, H however old you want her to be, but you know, her name is little Jane. How would you tell little Jane how she can get involved? Like either in Voices in Miami directly or just like in that sphere of influence you guys have. It like, mean volunteering Miami. It, it could be volunteering Miami, but like how how can she get into there? How can she see the light and see see the end of the tunnel and you know do amazing things? I mean, if if I can open, I I think I would appeal to anyone who's young. I think I would appeal to their intrinsic energy that they have within them. Because I, I think while you're young, you have to try your hand in as many fields as possible. So you know what you love to do, you know? So if I, if I see this young kid and I kind of have this, uh, I don't know, daydream often where like I travel back in time and then I meet like a younger self or something. And uh, you know, you get to tell them that it's, it's all gonna be okay. Just, just, I know, think we all have Alex. It's great, you know, I, I, think, I think young people, that, that's where ideas originate and that's where displacement happens. And that's where, um, you know, you can really move uh, meaningful change because those are the people who have the energy to make those ideas, not only to generate them, the creativity and this kind of unironic sense of, you know, hope and goodness. You know, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, and sincerity, but also the energy to realize it into something real. For sure. Kids, like, I mean, not to repeat what I just said, but like, you can, there's so much uh, ability at your fingertips to just do whatever ideas come in and like you said now that you're, we're like for kids who are at this age where all these ideas are coming to them and there's so much time and there's so much energy the best thing you can do is just try as much as possible and don't be afraid to start and honestly I think uh, it's, it's so great when you have uh, a project that you start and because one of the realizations that comes with that is that really the a lot of things are possible like more things are possible than you would you would for think sure. but yeah it's just it's just a question of committing and putting really your heart behind it. You, I, I don't think that people should be just working for the sake of working. I think they should be working for something that they're passionate about. And I, I believe it, you know, maybe it's naive, but in my heart of hearts, I believe that uh, people want to be useful to others. I think that's where, you know, you get your meaning in life. Yeah. To be useful to know, others. Just remember why you're here or remember why, I mean, for all those kids who have like a little spark in them to kind of like make something bigger, change something. It's just like, you can totally do that. Do a Google search, like ask friends, ask people, because people are more willing to do things than 
you might originally suspect. I mean, I had no idea that this would come together. Like, I, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing that it's actually how it is now in my eyes. So who's got a question? Yeah, I think that's a great message to, to give to anyone. Um, just the idea of, I mean, it sounds like a cliche, but I completely agree. It's follow what you want to do and never think a dream is too small, right? Or never think, I'm sorry, a dream is too big. Um, anything is, anything is capable, you're capable of anything. I think that's a strong message that. Yeah, small and big, it's small just, and just do it. Incremental like, yeah. improvements, I think they compound over a long enough time scale. Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's, you know, great. I think you should just work. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, like did Olivia and I a year ago think we were going to be podcast hosts? No. Did I know what a podcast was? Absolutely not. Did you oh, that's like, a little problematic. You know, <laughs> like like Alex John, like middle school or I guess freshman year, but like during the year, did you think you would be doing this? No. I, I just opened, you know, like kind of this memory that I had uh, from a while ago. I remember oh. I was scared to like ask people for the time. You know, I'd be sitting next to somebody for nine, <laughs> four semesters. And I'm like, what's the time? I, I was a terrified kid in high school. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, scared. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Mom and I played chess during lunch. <laughs> no, yeah, we were, we were, we were the chess cool. players. We were it not was cool like four kids. kids. Yeah, yeah we're like not cool kids. kids. You guys were not, I will tell you right now. Wow. <laughs> you know, you were there. Wow. <laughs> Witness and everything. Witness and everything. All right, guys. I hate to cut this short, but this has been so much fun. Um, real quick, how can our listeners get in touch with you? How can they like be a volunteer for, for like from volunteering Miami like how can they do that so I recommend uh, for anyone to visit the website it's volunteeringmiami.org uh, also we have an Instagram volunteering Miami our email is info at volunteering Miami you know just yeah. uh, as long as you uh, remember the name you should be good yeah. we're at uh, Miami Beach Senior High School um, New World School of the Arts Coral Reef and of course our uh, school Palmetto Go Panthers. Yes, you are. So that's for all of our listeners who um, are inspired after hearing this to want to go out and volunteer and get involved in the community. Um, like what was just said, go on their website, shoot them an email. Um, there's always ways to get involved. And I think um, giving back to the community is a great way to find what you're interested in, which is kind of what you mentioned, that you don't know what you like until you try everything. So I think volunteering should definitely be on everybody's list of trying something new. All right. Thank you guys so much. And for all you listeners out there, let's give a warm goodbye to John and Alex. Bye, John and Alex. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it was really fun. Yeah. <laughs>